0: and I'm brorito
1: welcome to a Coven of evil
0: <laughs> how come you get said i don't, <laughs> I, don't I feel like, like that it is when such you say See that.
1: It's the Christmas season. Happy
0: Thanksgiving, y'all. Y'all,
1: yeah, it's the holiday season, not just Christmas. We're inclusive here. Yes, y'all. Y'all. It's a burrito episode.
0: And you get to do that. I don't even get to say, hi, welcome (laughs) to a covenant of evil. (laughs) No. Bullshit. If I had a hat.
1: Well, then maybe, maybe you need to say I'm Brorito, and then I'll say, and I'm Allie and then you can be like, welcome to approval of evil. I feel like I have to say it though because I talk first.
0: I always let you go first because I figure that's a gentlemanly thing to do.
1: Well then it's a gentlemanly thing to, to let the person who named the podcast announce the podcast.
0: I'm just saying a little trading off and on never <laughs> hurts. You know.
1: Whatever, whatever. We'll try it next time. No, we won't. We'll try it next time. No,
0: no we won't. I know you. You'll be like, well, not this time, maybe the next time. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's I'll try it on your it next out and episode. Say it again. <laughs> no, no, not this one. I'll I'll do this one. You and then eventually you're just gonna edit it out. I'm gonna lose interest and I'm gonna be a sad burrito.
1: That's okay. You'll live.
0: All right. So, with it being Thanksgiving, any updates on any cases?
1: As of right now, I don't have any updates on anything. I don't think. Do you?
0: The only one I've been trying to find out more stuff about is Stephen Avery and the Brandon Dassey uh, cases. And Lawyer is doing a great job PR wise. Wisconsin. Kind of Courts um, seems like they're still slow because of COVID and all these other things. And let's face it, now we're getting into winter, and not everybody has snowmobiles with, like, the big augers on the front to, you know, put out the road The snow machines. I don't uh-huh. know if you've ever seen those.
1: Uh-uh.
0: So what they have oh, is, like, like, this big, huge, like, drill auger thing. Oh, okay, So yeah. it sucks in the snow and it, like, shoots it up so you get these nice snow tunnels.
1: Yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Okay.
0: So, not stalling. Let's get to the case.
1: <laughs> what? That's what you were doing, stalling. We could have at least, you know, apologized formally for our very long hiatus and explained ourselves and, you know.
0: Well, let's look at it this way. Um, it's gearing up for the holiday season. Unfortunately, that also coincides with uh, insurance change time.
1: Yeah, and I'm uh, working for an insurance company right now, so
0: yeah, busy time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like you guys, like we get rocked. You guys end up like working until like 3 a.m. some days.
1: I'm just glad that that's not my
0: well, I hated department that. right now. Well,
1: Maybe I next year. Well,
0: it's not so much I hated it, but it was that last little bit, like, waiting to see who got the last one in. And I don't know about you, but me, having those two minutes in and trying to get that last sale in, mm. which I don't want to say sale, but more like enrollment in.
1: Yeah. No, I, I, uh, I do hope do this again next year and actually, you know, be the insurance agent this time and not fuck up like I did this year. But um, I'm still going to take my same shift. I will ask for the early shift. I am not closing. Like you cannot pay me enough to close. Stay until God knows how long. No, thank you.
0: See, you gotta think I was there from open to well past close.
1: Yeah, I think that was voluntarily, though. No. I still stand by that.
0: No, we had to stay to a certain time, and then everybody was trying to crank in and get in those last-minute change. Anyway.
1: Oh, well, we've digressed for long enough. We can hop right. on in.
0: Brunhild Holster Holstatter sword, Or Commonly known as Bell Guinness.
1: Nope, don't know this person. Really? I don't think so.
0: All right. Well, born in Norway, so that would be another reason. May not know
1: her. (laughs) That's a good reason. Mm -hmm.
0: So blue, Norway. So born on November 11th, 1859.
1: Oh, that's our middle child's birthday. Not 1839, though whatever not that year yeah
0: that'd be kind of weird you <laughs> considering how old that would make you well considering
1: i was born in 1990 yeah, it would be really hard to be have a child born in 18 would you say 59 yeah
0: kind of weird but <laughs> whatever um anyway born, uh, born to paul and Which is that last name, so we're just going to go ahead and skip it. And we're, from here on out, we're referring to them as Mom, Pa, Kim.
1: Mom, Pa?
0: Yeah. Somebody said y'all in the last episode, and I felt like. That wasn't the
1: last episode. That was literally this episode.
0: <laughs> it's late. It's Thanksgiving. I know. I'm so tired. So tired. Uh, she was the eighth. Uh, Sorry, she was the youngest of eight children. I know, I know. Crazy around the holidays, just putting it out there. Uh, She was confirmed at an evangelical Lutheran church in 1874. At the age of 14, she began working at neighborhood farms. Um, Pretty much managing the livestock, uh, doing everything from milking to actually taking them in and out, uh, taking the herd in and out. Uh, Trying to save up enough money because she had set some dreams to New York City. Uh, She ended up moving to the United States in 1881, where she was a processed immigrant at Castle Garden. Uh, She changed her first name to Mel, then traveled to Chicago to join her sister, uh, Nellie, who had emigrated several years earlier in Chicago while living with her sister and her brother-in-law. She worked as a domestic servant, then got a job at a butcher shop cutting up animal carcasses until her first marriage in 1884. She was at least 5'7", and weighed anywhere between 95 to 113 kilos. For those of us in the U.S., that would be 200 Two hundred and fifty pounds. She so was kind of a
1: medium-sized.
0: Well, for that time, that's kind of a big gap.
1: Yeah, you're right. That is,
0: yeah. Um, she was physically strong and masculine in appearance.
1: I'm picturing Louisa from yes. Encanto.
0: Yes. Um, So, uh, Belle Guinness was also. Or Belle Gunnis. keep wanting to say Guinness, but it doesn't. It, it's Gunness. I've been thinking about beer all day. Uh, married Mad Sorensen in 1884. Sorensen and Guinness owned a candy shop, which burned to the ground. A couples' home had also burned to the ground. Oh,
1: that sucks
0: feel like there's kind of a inky thing there, but still that, that's kind of um, In Both instances, a uh, couple insurance did pay out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, two babies in their home had died from inflammation of the large intestines, which can be result of poisoning. Bell had insured both of her children and cru- collected a large insurance. Neighbors gossiped about the babies since Bill never the er, Bill. Bell never appeared to be pregnant. Huh. Interesting. A lot thickens.
1: It sure does. You good there?
0: <laughs> Don't judge me. If you have facial hair, you're gonna have this one hair that shoots out and it's just it's Uh, both insurance uh, were active at the time. The one would expire that day. The other one began. Uh, Sorensen died of uh, cerebral hemorrhage that day. Guinness explained that uh, or Guinness had explained that she had come home, or he had come home with a headache. Come home with a headache. She provided him with quinine powder for the pain. And that she later checked on him and he was dead.
1: Likely story.
0: Gunnis collect money from both the expiring insurance policy and the one that just went into effect that day, making a total of five thousand dollars.
1: Which is equal to that's a lot No, you didn't do the
0: I didn't do the math for that. Just because right now we're in such a flux economic wise that it's hard to get an actual number of where we are. why
1: would it be? What was that? Nineteen hundred? Yep. You said five thousand dollars.
0: Five thousand dollars. Because we're somewhere between, because when I started looking it up, um,
1: Ooh.
0: it's still, that's a, it's a lot of money nowadays, like with inflation and everything, but we're somewhere in the ballpark.
1: $177,388.10. I still feel like that's Oh, uh, that is absolutely a lot of money. Anyways, continue.
0: So if I go missing, we know it was for the insurance money. <laughs> Whatever. Just put it out there. We already
1: have talked about you going missing on our cruise, so.
0: Wink, wink nudge, nudge. No,
1: I'm not going to kill you. I'm trading you in for another bro-rito. Same name. <laughs>
0: I don't feel like it's going to work.
1: Really, in Mexico, we're not going to find another bro Rito. Okay, probably not bro Rito, but you get what I'm saying.
0: Uh, if you knew
1: his me. name, guys, if you knew his name, it's like John Smith in Mexican community.
0: That is very racially insensitive. No, it's not. <laughs> Go ahead, continue. Jesus Christ. Uh, she moved to. Uh, La Indiana, and bought a pig farm.
1: Huh. Plot twist.
0: However, Belle married her next husband. Uh, on April 1st, April Fool's, 1902.
1: That is some joke.
0: Peter Gunnis.
1: Oh, you're driving me bananas with that fucking hair.
0: I'm driving myself bananas with that hair. I wish somebody would email the show and explain how uncomfortable and annoying that hair is. The one that's like, like you got hair on your cheeks, but it goes like right up close to your nose. It's like right where that, oh, oh, drives me nuts. Anyway, um. The following week, while Peter was out of the house, his infant daughter, eh, infant daughter, died of unknown causes in Bell's care. Mm-hmm. Peter, however, had died eight months later due to a skull injury. Bell explained that Peter reached for something on a high shelf, and a meat grinder fell on him, smashing his skull. The district coroner, uh, commended. the coroner's jury suspecting murder, but nothing came out of the case. Bell collected another $3,000. Mm-hmm. Guinness started placing ads in Chicago in 1905. So at least she had, you know, waited some time between husbands so she could grieve.
1: Uh-huh, yeah. Grieve. Uh-huh.
0: Uh, so, marriage ads in Chicago newspapers, 1905. One of her ads was answered by a Wisconsin farmhand, Henry uh-huh. Gerholtz.
1: Another Wisconsinite, huh?
0: After traveling to La Porte, Gunhart, uh wrote his family saying that he liked the farm was in good health and was requesting that they send him seed potatoes. When they failed to hear from after that, the family contacted uh, Gunness and she told them that Gernholt had gone off uh, with horse traders to Chicago. She kept his trunk and his fur overcoat. However,
1: No way. I know. I'm shocked.
0: John Moe of Minnesota answered Gunnis' ad in 1906. After they had corresponded for several months, Moe traveled to La Porte and withdrew a large amount of cash, although no one ever saw Moe again. Carpenter, who did occasional work for Gunness, observed that Moe's trunk remained in her house along with more than a dozen others. However, in 1908, uh, her criminal activity started kind of hard to hide. Uh, when Guinness Farmhouse in Laporte, Indiana, burned to the ground in the ruins, the, the authorities found bodies of headless adult woman, initially identified as Belle, um, and her three children. Further investigation unearthed partial remains of at least 11 others. Wow. Yes. People on the, uh, additional people on the Gunnis property. Um, uh, after the fire at the Gunnis homestead, led to the discovery of the bodies believed to be Gunness and her children. Uh, LaPorte police authorities were contacted by, uh, Isol Helg, who had found correspondence between her brother Andrew and Guns, the letters included petitions for him. uh, Included petitions for him to relocate to the port and bring money, and to keep the move a secret. A visit uh, by his sister to the Guinness farm with. a former hired hand to help, uh, attention being paid to the soft depressions that were there, because mm-hmm. they are kind of suspicious, In mm-hmm. um, what had made, uh, into a pen for hogs, after briefly digging in one of the depressions of the lot, a gunny sack was found containing two hands, two feet, one head. And she recognized it as her brother. Wow! The immediate inspection of the site revealed that there were dozens of slumped depressions. Quote unquote slumped depressions. So you know when you like dig a hole and you bury something, that's what they're seeing: is these little dips. Mm-hmm. You know the ones that you can kind of like trip over. Uh huh. Uh, Further digging investigation, the site yielded multiple burlap sacks containing torsos, hands, arms, hacked from the shoulders down, masses of human bones wrapped in loose flesh, dripping like jelly Uh, from trash-covered depressions that proved to be graves. In each case, the body had Plus manure, those bodies are going to go away pretty quick.
1: Right. But,
0: uh, after finding parts of five bodies the first day, an additional six on the second day, some shallow graves under the original hog pen, others near an outhouse or a lake, police stopped counting. The police stopped counting.
1: In, in, like, the early 1900s, that doesn't surprise me at all.
0: Yeah. But at this point, five, we're at 11. And if there was more, it has been argued that could have been as much as 40. Wow. Yeah. So she had quite the body count. Yeah. Um, with these discoveries... The perception of Belle Guinness was reported in the newspapers describing a praiseworthy woman dying in a fire consumed in her house in a desperate attempt to save her children was reassessed. Uh, Despite the initial success of the identification of Andrew um, and despite the fact that the widening news coverage of the mass murders invited inquiries from families with men who had gone missing most of the remains could not be identified. And then we enter in the farmhand. Ray Lamphere was Guinness's hired hand and on and off lover uh, in November of 08.
1: What? She didn't live like.
0: I know, shocker, right? hundred years plus? You, you would think. I mean, um, anyway, uh, Lampier, or Ray Lampier, um, was convicted of arson in connection to the fire at the Guinness house. Uh, Lampier later confessed that Guinness had placed advertisements seeking male companionship only to murder and rob the men who responded subsequently visited her the farm. Uh, Lamphere stated that Gunness asked him to burn down the farmhouse with her children inside. Not her and her children, just her children. Wow. Lamphere also asserted that the body, uh, thought to be Gunness was in fact a murder victim chosen and planned to mislead investigators. Uh, Brother, one of the victims, had warned Gunness that he might arrive at the farm shortly to investigate his brother's disappearance. According to lampfear this impending visit motivated Gunness to destroy her house, fake her own death, and flee. Uh, Lamphear was arrested. Uh, he was wearing John Moe's overcoat and Henry er, holt's watch. Um, Ed Beachley, or Edward Beachley a journalist was given a secret assignment to acquire access uh, to the confession and publish it, thus bringing second inconsistent Lanphier account to light. second account was based on Lanphier contact Reverend Edwin Scholl. and um, read him with a verbal confession that Scholl transcribed and had Lanphier signed document which Scholl kept in a sealed personal safe uh, Beachley attempted to convince Shell to allow him to publish uh, this later confession, but was denied by both Shell and Shell's wife. However, uh, separate newspapers published a story speculating uh, regarding the second Landfear confession. Uh, described as worried uh, to the peace of the families of the victims, Shell offered confession to Beachley, who later published uh, Beachley's narrative titled, Lampier's Confession uh, contains a summary. Uh, a summary of everything that happened in the confession. Lamphere, uh said that he had killed Miss Guinness and the children with an axe, sprinkled their bodies with kerosene, set them on fire, and gave details on the slant. That's one of those things that just still kind of. Hits you and because like reading the actual confession, he mm. gets some really like you get that distinct impression that he was actually there. This is credible,
1: right? Um,
0: it uh, gave details of slang. Uh, told his part of the former murders, which occurred at the Guinness Farm. His task was usually burying the bodies in the garden. Uh, the essential fact, however, is that the murderess was not alive as a future. Uh, however, there's still quite a bit of speculation that it was faked, it wasn't, but long story short, uh, Bell Gunness was pronounced dead, even though the doctor who had performed the post-mortem testified that the headless body was five inches shorter and about 50 pounds lighter than Gunness. No explanation was provided for what happened to the body's head. Whether Gunness died in the fire or escape remained uncertain, although a sheriff uh, blamed the Chicago-American reporter for inventing the escape story and reported sightings of gunness in the Chicago area continued long after she was declared dead. At this time police kinda of looked at reports of the suspected women, none of which led to an apprehension or anything like that. However, in two thousand eight DNA tests were performed on the headless corpse in an attempt to compare DNA from the corpse against a sample of the gunness letters. Uh of letter, she had sent one of her victims, due to which the sample was not able to be properly tested. Um, after Gunnars' crimes came to light, Gunness farm became a tourist attraction. Speculators from across the country came to see the mass graves, uh, the concessions, the souvenirs were sold. Moreover, the crime became an acknowledgement of the part of the history of the area. And there's actually a historical museum there that has a permanent Bell Gunness exhibit. Um, however, Gunnis has also been uh, the subject of two, not one, but two American musician ballads. Um, in 2004, Elizabeth Hurley uh, as Rebecca, who was portraying a film within a film, shot in Romania called Method is actually part of it deals with Gunness' reign of whatever. Years active. Hmm. 2017 uh, a true crime podcast My Favorite Murderer performed and later released live episodes detailing crimes. I've heard them. they did good, but there's just some of that stuff that yeah. Um, there's also been all sorts of other stuff kind of popping up through pop uh, pop culture and I feel like a good chunk of it's based on the fact that they never really confirmed that she was dead at that right. point. Um, the Farm in 2021, uh, Hell's Princess, The Mystery of Belle Guinness and Butcher of Men, uh, the novel, uh, Garden uh, in the Garden of Spite, Black Widow of uh, Lapointe or Laporte. Uh, so yeah, it's just tons of stuff. She was one of those people that I feel like it was kind of interesting, yet kind of. You know, uh,
1: So they never...
0: They, they never...
1: I want to know. Was it her?
0: Nobody knows. They couldn't do DNA testing because the DNA had degraded that bad. So they couldn't do it. Also, bear in mind, by the time they did it, which was 2008, that shit's over 100 years old.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm sorry, but... It's hard to keep a plant going like our tomatoes. I don't see them lasting you know, a full year.
1: If we had tomatoes, I was gonna say, where do we have tomatoes? <laughs> You're so
0: weird. However, we're gonna have pumpkins in the front yard. Mark my work.
1: I know. I those have been out there since October, and the squirrels just now ate them. Oh, they obliterated that white one. Oh, yeah. I feel like it was a hate crime. It <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 Go ahead. Wow. Just wow. Well, I'm glad they allowed us to, like, enjoy the fall with them, though. I mean, I they were out there for them to eat. You know, they were whole pumpkins, but...
0: Alright, so I'm going to paint a picture for you. Um, front, most front doors have a porch. We have a couple of stairs to go up to get onto the porch. It's not a very big porch. But on both sides of the first actual step off the ground, we have pumpkins. Uh, put them out there for Halloween, whatever. They've been out there.
1: Well, they've been out there since. October because I didn't just put them out there for Halloween. I put them out there for fall. Yeah. You know, they weren't cut. They're not decorated. They were just pumpkins. I had a black one or a black one. I had an orange one and a white one. I and they ate them.
0: So the one day I come home, I see it and I'm like, what the heck happened there? Like, it was just, like, a little tough, and it looked kind of beat up, and I looked at the other one. It didn't look that, you know, didn't look like it, it was, like, a little one about the size of a dime.
1: Yeah, a little
0: bite. The other one was probably, I say, about the size of a quart mile. Those old-style, like, half dollars, mm-hmm. you know, the big ones that you could see. Wow, yeah. Flip up and down. Uh-huh. Okay. Anyway, so the next day I come home. The one has a crater in it. Like, it is huge hole all the way open. The other one, another hole, I'm going to say, probably about two and a half inches in diameter. And uh, come home today, the white pumpkin is, there, there's just the bottom part there, and it is just chaos.
1: Yeah, it is. I went out to get some packages this morning, and I'm like, Wow, <laughs> there's pumpkin seeds everywhere. But like I said, they were out there for them to eat, so I'm glad that they waited until, because we'll be putting our Christmas decorations out this weekend, so. Oh. Shut up. You act like, you act like it's your job. You're not going to help me. But
0: anyways. Is it too late to say that? not a Christmassy, like, decorations outside the house kind of thing.
1: This is our first year of having a house.
0: Like a house house.
1: Like a house house. And I want to decorate. So shut up. Well,
0: with that. Um, you can go ahead and find us on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Google+. We're not on Google+. Instagram. Why do I say things?
1: I don't know. That's why you don't get to say it. Because you don't say it right. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at A Coven of Evil.
0: Mark my words, I'm going to bring back Google. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it.
1: A Coven of Evil at gmail.com. A Coven of Evil.com. Patreon.com slash A Coven of Evil.
0: I thought it was forward slash A of Evil.
1: Yeah, that's what I said. Patreon.com slash A Coven of Evil.
0: Okay, and you can always go ahead and talk to me on on Reddit, uh, burrito on a bun, the number four, the letter U. Yeah. let's get crazy, guys. All not right. not that kind of crazy. You get the idea. We'll we'll
1: uh talk to you guys later. Yeah. Bye.